There is no secret formula for better customer service. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can easily support and grow your customer base. Secrets out, everybody. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, August 14th. I'm Juliet Bennett-Ryla here with Ben Berkeley, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Today, the Federal Trade Commission is gearing up for an antitrust action against Amazon, and we're gearing up for the tussle, too. We'll tell you about what you need to know this week as headlines start telling you about a potential breakup of the Amazon empire. But first, let's talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Better.com will go public via SPAC on or about August 22. The mortgage lender began its IPO journey back in May of 2021, but the deal was postponed. Got a couple new laws. Illinois passed a law allowing doxing victims to sue for damages. It was inspired by a cafe that experienced vandalism and threats against its owner and employees after it planned to host an all-ages drag brunch. So obviously doxing, horrendous, endangers life. Any state that works to penalize it should be celebrated. Mm -hmm. But it is worth just kind of saying this is not as strong as others, specifically California. In Illinois, you know, doing this thing where you're posting identifying information, online harmful intent can only be contested now for civil damages, whereas mm-hmm. in California, criminal charges can follow. So I think it's just kind of worth noting, yes, great move for Illinois. Hopefully more states follow them initially, and then ultimately, hopefully they, they will follow California. Mm-hmm. Speaking of California, it will allow Waymo and Cruise, autonomous vehicles, obviously, to charge passengers for rides in San Francisco 24 hours a day. Previously, there were other limitations as to when and how they could charge passengers, depending on if someone was in the car, what time it was. And this comes, it's kind of great timing because meanwhile, over the weekend, several driverless cruise cars ended up blocking a couple of San Francisco roads, which the company ended up blaming on outside lands. That's a big music festival saying that because the festival was going on, it was impacting cell connectivity. So basically these cars were just like, I don't know where to go, so I'm just going to stop. <laughs> I, I feel that way most times I'm walking around my house, so I get it. Yeah. Who among us cannot relate to these poor <laughs> autonomous vehicles? Uh, here is some news that is somewhat depressing. Americans spent $709 more in July of this year than they did two years ago on the same items thanks to inflation. Increased costs mostly include housing. That was a big one, but also some other stuff like groceries, car maintenance, and, you know, services that you enjoy, such as cable. If you do have some disposable income, though, perhaps you will consider X's auction of Twitter's stuff. X is (laughs) listing 678 items for auction. There's a ton of stuff on there. There's furniture. There's appliances. You need a blender. You need a coffee maker. Boom, right there. Uh, Musical instruments, a surprising number of acoustic guitars. Twitter branded stuff, including a a table, I think I saw, some neon signs. And most importantly, as The Verge pointed out, an oil painting of Ellen DeGeneres' 2014 Oscar selfie. Bidding on these items, it seems most of them start at $25, so we can anticipate some hot bidding wars. Bidding opens September 12th. And here is something very exciting. We have a new invertebrate. Marine scientists discovered several new species near Antarctica, including one that they claim, and it does, 
looks like a strawberry with 20 arms. And it lives anywhere from a couple hundred to 3,800 feet deep. I can say nothing more than whoa. And the pictures of this thing are really just, they're, they're trippy. Yes, please Google strawberry with 20 arms immediately and enjoy yourself. And finally, apparently teens, planet of choice is planet fitness. The gym chain says 2.8 million U.S. teens have signed up for its free summer pass for high school students. So good for them. Yeah, if there's one thing uh, that terrifies me more than just generally going to the gym, it's doing so and having a bunch of teens watching and laughing at every misuse of equipment that I perhaps would inevitably just, I, I mean, not, not, not a good gym goer. That's the, that's the main thing here. But I will say just a really strong strategy for Planet Fitness to come at teens during their summer and give them a place to go. And that's a great way to convert them into lifelong Planet Fitness customers. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, what a great thing to do with your summer. Like, it's great for your mental health. You'll meet people and it's got air conditioning. So mm -hmm. now as we dive into this new week, there is one story we expect to see front and center for most of it. And that is the pending Federal Trade Commission action against Amazon. This potential antitrust suit isn't just any run of the mill piece of government regulation. It has been nicknamed the big one. That's usually what here in California they call the earthquake that is going to mm -hmm. destroy us all. So this is serious business. So, Ben, what can you tell us about it and how nervous should Amazon be? Well, I mean, I think Amazon should never be nervous. They have, a, you know, $1.4 trillion. They're, they have more money than Switzerland. Like, they will ultimately be okay. However, this is a really significant suit that is expected to come through this week. And so what we're going to see to start this week is they will be meeting with FCC, a couple of commissioners, including the chair, Lena Khan. And they will, this is, this week is meeting, a series of meetings called Last Rights Meetings, which sound pretty rough. Yeah. They are. This is kind of, you know, the meetings that are typically seen as a company's final shot to argue its case before there's a vote on official antitrust action. It is expected by most people in the know that whatever Amazon says to the FTC this week, not going to make a ton of difference. And there is likely going to be a very large suit that follows. What does that mean? It, it, we'll see. I think there's a lot that we need to know about what the, the scope of the case is. I think, you know, it's very likely to be about the treatment of outside sellers specifically kind of how Amazon rewards some merchants who use some of its services and punishes others who don't. But this is, I think we can talk about why, I guess, why this is the big one, because yeah. this agency has been going against other big tech companies such as Google and Meta, Apple, Microsoft, even Amazon. There, there are, I think, three pending cases against them. But this one is big because it is ultimately meant to kind of threaten the empire to try to threaten to break that up and ask them to kind of restructure or otherwise, you know, sell off certain parts of its of its very extensive e-commerce operation. Now, what is Amazon potentially going to say to defend itself? So they are already I mean, they're they're going full court press against the FTC. They have accused them of harassing Jeff Bezos and their current CEO, Andy Jassy, 
for, you know, the amount of times the FTC has tried to interview them. They're also seeking to remove the chair, Lena Khan, from the case. She very famously kind of rose to power in this world on a paper written in 2017 that was very critical of Amazon. And so they're saying that she has a bone to pick with them. And that's one way to go at it. I think there is one thing worth noting here in general with the way that antitrust suits are pursued today, no matter what, they're going to spend years being litigated. So when I say Amazon shouldn't worry, they've got years ahead of them before this actually anything comes to pass here. But what I would note is that even when these suits are brought by the FTC, they're not necessarily always looking for a win. This is a way to essentially guarantee that those companies are going to be in courtrooms, distracted, mm. kind of pulling resources away from, you know, other expansion activities, right. a, a way to kind of like discourage future deals, even to kind of like make a case that then will be continued on by EU regulators. There's just something that I, you know, read a piece in Harvard Business Review saying that this is just kind of the new playbook on the antitrust side is that even if you're not going for the win, you're going to slow these companies down. And that's kind of the only way that they have to really effectively head off a lot of activity on the big tech side. That is really interesting, actually, because you see a lot of action when there is a pending acquisition. Like, I feel like we've been reading about the Microsoft Activision Blizzard thing for weeks now. Yeah. It's different in the EU than it is here. But that is an actual acquisition that they're blocking. This is sort of just like an action against the whole that Amazon has built up over years and years and years. Yeah, and I, I think this is something that like, you know, it's worth noting that while Amazon's talking about, hey, we don't want Lena Khan in on this mm -hmm. case, understandable from their their standpoint. By the time this thing gets through the years of, of courtroom battles, she's probably not even going to be in office any, any longer. And right. so, you know, this is really about two large forces in the federal government and one of the largest companies in existence trying to grind each other down. I think you're going to see this case just be in the headlines for a long time. I think you're going to see it this week, you know, being a lot of like, oh my God, is this the end of the Amazon empire? Realistically, probably not, but it is going to be a really big drag on Amazon's future growth plans. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team, Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player, Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.